1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Marcus Theaters. There's a big difference between watching a movie and getting lost in one. Find out what Marcus Theaters means by getting tickets to a hot new release at MarcusTheaters.com. Get to the music news with our guy, Gary Graff. Good morning, Gary. How are you? All right. How are you guys doing today? You've got a busy morning. You have to get through this nonsense with us. And then you have a big interview. Well, yeah, except it got, it got moved. You know, we were going to be tight on the back, but they heard I was talking to Bob and Brian. So <laughs> Duran 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 said, no, we'll wait. We don't want to, you know, we don't want right. to make that tight. Yeah. Well, tell Simon we said hi and we appreciate that. I will, yes. yes. You've, already talked to, uh, Simon. you've already talked to Pat Benatar and uh, Neil Giraldo. Got both of those guys. Got some of the Judas Priest people, uh, Eurythmics. Uh, this is, of course, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees were announced uh, the other day uh, going in as performers are Duran Duran, Pat Benatar, Eurythmics, Lionel Richie, Carly Simon, Eminem, and even though she said she, even though she withdrew, Dolly Parton's getting in. Uh, Judas Priest is finally getting in with a Musical Excellence Award along with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Uh, early influences are Harry Belafonte and Elizabeth Cotton. And then the Ahmed Erdogan, the behind-the-scenes guys, are uh, Sylvia Robinson, uh, Jimmy Iovine of Beats fame, and the attorney Alan Grubman, who, depending on your, you know, which side of the table you sit with him, he's either your savior or your Satan. If huh. you've if you've never seen the uh, Jimmy Iovine uh, documentary, I think it's on Netflix. I believe it's Netflix. Yeah, if it's Netflix or it's at, or it's um, Apple Music. Yeah, I can't remember which one it was, but it's a great documentary. And that guy was a great liar. Oh yeah, <laughs> he wrecked tour. I believe he was just a runner at a music studio, just a yeah. guy who ran papers upstairs and downstairs, uh-huh. and they needed somebody to edit something. And they said, "Can you edit this?" He said, "Sure." Sure. Yeah. He had no idea how to even run the tape machine, so he just kind of always. Managed to figure it out and make yeah. it work, and music is full of stories yeah. like that. You know, mm. Carol King when she had to do a a scoring session with an orchestra. You know, the night before she took she checked a book out of the library how to score. <laughs> so you know, there's there's a lot of stories like that in the music world. Boy, just uh, uh, we used to work at a radio station in Toledo, and once upon a time, we got a brand-new 8-track uh, recording machine yes, there. Yes, it was state-of-the-art. And I was uh, standing around like a dummy not doing anything, and the GM came by <laughs> with someone and said, Hey, <laughs> trying to show off me. the 8-track machine. Show, show us how to work this thing. And it's like, I uh, <laughs> do, your, do your Vanna White thing. Point <laughs> right, it's right. Like, I didn't know how to run anything. Yeah. But Jimmy made a ton of money with Dre, with Beats, but he had oh, made yeah. plenty of money along the way and was very successful. He's the guy who said, after you've done three albums with a guy, a producer, like he was for Tom Petty and Stevie Nicks, you should shoot him and move on. Yeah, or, yeah, so. or just move on. Yeah. <laughs> leave, him, leave him alive. How was Pat Benatar with finally getting in? Was she happy? She, they were, they're, they're both happy, but you know, with the caveat that they, they're, they're holding to the, yeah, we didn't think that much about this. You know, I mean, it's nice. We're happy it's happening. We're happy for the fans, and you know, they were very gracious about the whole thing. You can tell they're, you can tell they're pleased. But I think in their case, they sincerely were not obsessing over it. You know, whereas you have other artists who, you know, who get very upset about, you know, not getting in. I just want the explanation from the people who didn't vote for Pat Benatar for all those years. Why? 
Right. What? 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 Why now? Why not five years ago? Yeah, and you, and you, you just don't know. You know, you just—I know I've—I've I've voted for her myself pretty consistently because I've felt she should get in. I think last year was a bit of a, a turning point where when the Go-Go's got in, not that they don't deserve to get in, but before Pat Benatar, it was like when Kiss was on the ballot before Alice Cooper, and even Kiss said, no, 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 we, you know, he's got to go and then we'll go. You know, so there, you know, there was some sense of lineage there, and, and I, I felt like they jumped a generation in putting the Go Go's in before Pat, and mm. and importantly, Pat and Neil. She she's the one who's been driving this. A lot of people like to joke that you know Neil's making her take him along, but he uh, she's the one who's been driving the We Are Pat Benatar and Neil Giraldo train for a number of years now. I think I used to put that on their forty fives. Pat Benatar, the W slash Neil Giraldo, right? I mean, if, if I remember correctly, back in the eighties. Well, that was the songwriting credit. Yeah, but, but I think they, but I think of, they put it on the on the sleeve. They might of the, have. You know, it would be interesting to go back because she had, uh, you know, to her credit, she sincerely, you know, from from the early days, you know, wanted him included in in the name of the act and you know it was the people at the record company who were no we're selling you you know you're the you're the the easy sell here and neil to his credit always understood that and and was even more comfortable with it than being in the spotlight himself yeah you know if you're the name that goes with the voice you tend to be the well, it's, it's an easier sell it's, yeah. it's, that's the brand the brand is pat benatar the the band is pat benatar and neil giraldo i guess is the way you put it they're was... working they're working on a musical. It's called Invincible, and it's an adaptation of Romeo and Juliet, but using their songs. If uh, instead of just using his name as the you know the band, if they just said Pat Benatar and the Torpedoes or something, right? Could have done that. <laughs> but Geraldo, Pat Benatar, right. and they damn the, they damned the Torpedoes, right? Something like that. Tom Petty may have had a problem with that. He just uh, might have. So of the all the people on the list. Dolly Parton probably doesn't fit the rock and roll thing, right? But she she got in anyway. She and Lionel are the outliers, maybe Eminem. Um, but yeah, she got in anyway. I think I think at some because it was it was earlier in the week that she said, you know, after she said, you know what, I didn't really understand what this was all about. Now now I see that it is more than just rock and roll, and so I will, if elected, I will serve. You know her. At least the the party line she's taking is, I just didn't want to take somebody else's spot away. She was endlessly gracious on this, right? And didn't think your name should be on. Thought she would withdraw. They said we're not going to withdraw you. You've been elected, so she doesn't say, "Well, I don't think I should." She yeah. just says, "Okay, thank." You. And that's that's the way she is. So she will be gracious the night of. Uh, when I talked to Rod Halford from Judas Priest, he said the only thing he wants out of that night is a selfie with Dolly Parton, <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no, which I think will be a great picture. But uh, she, everybody she will, wants their picture with Dolly. Oh Parton. yeah, she will be she will be warmly welcomed into the you know into the rock hall. They, you know they all will, but I think. I think she in particular. Who's going to be the Todd Rundgren of this bunch? The guy who says nobody's I'm not... no, nobody's making the noise uh, about about being the you know the, the child of the night. Mm. Um, okay. You know, I think I think they're all very likely to show up, and you know maybe Carly Simon does or doesn't perform. You know, she's not been a you know a, a real live act over the years, so maybe. How's maybe her she... voice holding up? Uh, nobody knows because she hasn't performed in a mm. while. 
theoretically, it's holding up just fine. I just you know, saw a thing with her that said she had no interest in being a singer. Yeah, um, she wanted to she, be a song. She did. She recorded her first album to show off her music to to get people to buy her other stuff. Right. She said she right. never really thought that she'd catch on. Right. No, she wanted to be a mm. songwriter. Yeah. So okay. I thought, you know. Yeah. Think of all the people who wanted, wanted to be a to be singer, singer right? and they just can't crack the uh, the egg on that, and she well, just what accidentally falls into it. Hmm? And then, listen, there's a lot of singers out there who who can sing anything and make it sound good, but I still think there's a real difference when you're hearing somebody singing their a song they wrote. Hmm. I think I think I think it, that's a a more profound experience. Okay, we're going off script here for a second. Um, it's not on our list this morning, but Cheryl Crow's making the rounds right now. Yeah, well, she's doing. A, she has a documentary right. coming out at the end of the month, and uh, it's quite good. I mean, it's you know, it's you went to school with her. You've known her yeah, forever. Yeah, we we had a couple year couple years of overlap there. And this is what just a she's sixty. She's been yeah. It's kind of it's kind of that thing. She's you know she's in her 60s she's had a long career and somebody came to her and said i want to make a documentary well before she was cheryl crow she was working in music as a background singer she was on right. the michael jackson tour she was on the uh the uh not the bad tour but the that album yeah, yeah. i guess that album was bad yeah uh, she was on that tour she was in don henley's band uh singing back up so no she she made the rounds and paid her dues and eventually eventually got her own deal so you going to talk about the Bucks in this documentary at all? I don't. I don't remember it. I, I kind of <laughs> scanned it. I, I don't remember it, but I wouldn't put it past her. Okay. <laughs> all right. What else is going on out there? We got all that. All that. Oh, we should probably mention the passing of uh, Naomi Judd. Yeah. Yeah, that came as a surprise last week. Actually, you know, not long after we spoke, and the timing of it, you know, so terrible. They were going to get into the Country Music Hall of Fame that Sunday and they still they still were inducted but it wasn't the you know wasn't the kind of celebration right it's hoped hard for. To really... and they were going to go on tour again you know kind of kind of do a, I think it was going to be a farewell tour but you know and I, and I thought they handled it you know very very well I mean putting it out there first and you know basically telling telling you she committed suicide without saying she committed suicide uh, you know just saying that she you know after you know, she lost her battle with mental illness yeah, um, I thought it was a great was kind of a gracious way uh, to do it, and uh, you know, a shame. It would have been nice to see the Judds do do another round. She's, uh, you know, she was, she's they they and she are definitely in that icon status of country music. Yeah, just uh, the night before the right to, to yeah, ceremony a, is a really. Uh, no, it's, I it's just pretty, wonder what triggered all that. It's pretty wrenching. Yeah, you know, nobody's. We really haven't gotten the inside story yet about why now. I mean, she suffered with depression for a long, quite, quite a long time, and I, you know, I found myself wondering. So, you know, was she under care? Was she, you know, what was the, what was the situation in which she she could take her own life? And, you know, we'll probably find out down the road. I all suppose right. eventually. Yeah, uh, the yeah. queen. The queen's jubilee is coming up, so naturally yes, you want the Sex Pistols to reissue "God Save the Queen," right? Of course, of course. Wasn't yeah. that banned on on the Beeb? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It when, it, on, when it first it came banned, out, banned by the BBC, banned right. in lots of places. Lost them a record, their first record deal. You yeah. know, got them booted off the company. But you know, all these years later, you know, of course, it's what is it? Forty-five years later. 
Of course it should come out for the Queen's Jubilee. And you know what? She'll probably laugh about it. Does it... Is it still banned on the BBC, or can they play it on the BBC now? It's 45 years later. It's 45 years later, I believe it can still be played. Now, whether they'll play it between June 2nd and 5th, which is the Jubilee celebration, I do not know. Um, I have a feeling maybe not, but there's other independent media outlets in Britain that certainly will. So, yeah, it's just a good time. And the timing's good, too. Of course, they have this uh, pistol, this uh, mini... This mini docu-bio mini-series coming out. Is that the one that they were all up in arms about? Well, the Johnny Rotten's up. Johnny Rotten was up in arms about, right? he hates it. The other guys are... are Now he he knows how the Queen feels about that song. Yep. Yep. (laughs) But the other guys are cashing the uh, filthy lucre, and you know what? So is Johnny. (laughs) Um, You know, he may complain complain as much as he wants. He's, uh, He's certainly taking the check. Ozzy had COVID... So Sharon took time off from her show, right, to take care of Ozzy? That's what they say. And then she caught COVID. Now Ozzy's on the mend, and she's sick. The rest of the family's sick. Right, COVID for a second time. Um, she She posted a message saying that, you know, Ozzy's doing much better. Thank you. His temperature's back to normal. His coughing has stopped, yada, yada. <laughs> but Sharon has it. Daughter Kelly has it. And she says the entire household has it now. What's the connection with uh, Black Sabbath and hockey? There's a there's a there's a hockey apparel company uh, actually actually here in Detroit. Um, it's called uh, uh, what's it called a hat. It's called Puck Hockey, but without the O, so H C K Y. And they've done they've done a bunch of lines apparel lines with like Alice in Chains and Metallica, Motley Crue, Slayer. Now there's a Black Sabbath. Uh, you know, batch of material. It's got T-shirts, hoodies, flannel shirts, baseball caps, pucks, um, jogging shorts, uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. So, if you're a Black Sabbath fan, you can you can even hit the ice with a with a Black Sabbath hockey jersey. There's three three distinct lines. One is Children of the Rink, uh, <laughs> score blind instead of snow blind, yeah. and there's an and there's an Iron Man. Uh, line. That's the one yeah, right there. That, that's the that one. That should help, one. help pay Ozzy's medical bills. Better, yeah, like. Kobe, you, could get, you could buy a lot of packs with it with these uh, <laughs> sales. <laughs> Look at you with the medical news, too. <laughs> Adam Lambert's writing new musical. Now, just because you write a musical doesn't mean that it's going to hit the stage anywhere, right? It doesn't, nor does it mean that you're, um, you know, the, nor does it mean that you're Andrew Lloyd Webber. Okay. Uh, and, but Andrew, uh, Adam Lambert has, has revealed that, yes, he's writing a stage musical as well as a concept album. It's a vehicle for him. He'll be the star. He'll be the voice. Uh, he hasn't spoken much about it, like what the story is, what the concept is, nor has he said when it's going to come out. He did say he's working with a, a bunch of big-name collaborators, as he called them, but he's not identifying them either. So how, we'll does, uh, how do musicals... Musicals just start as musicals usually, don't they? They don't. They come as a couple of things. They start either as an idea, you know. And, and I don't know who figured out to turn Les Miserables into a musical. <laughs> that's quite a leap. You know, there's a lot of stuff that that is that's been you know, turned into musicals on stage. That that who knew? I mean, you know, the band's visit, the one ten Tony Awards. You watch this quiet little Israeli film, and it does not scream multi Tony Award winning musical. Yeah. 
Okay, so, and there's no word on what he's starting with, if it's no, just an not, original? Yeah, he's not saying. Uh, knowing him, I'm sure it's it's an original idea, probably a weird original idea. Okay. So we'll All say, right. Everything's yeah. weird until it's not weird. Exactly. You know? Until, until I'm it sure works. When, they, I'm sh- when somebody showed up with hair, mm-hmm. you know, the musical, mm-hmm. I'm sure it was like, I don't know, some weird thing about hippies and hair and... Well, unless just singing. well, he should jump on the Tom Cruise wave and make yeah. Maverick the musical or the musical. Top Gun the or there's musical. a lot of there's a lot of stories. Yeah, you know, the stories are out there already. But you know, imagine the Hamilton pitch meeting. Right, sure. right. You're gonna sure. sing history. Sure, yeah, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna do this, and, yeah. and here's how we're gonna change history. And you know, nobody nobody would have thought that would become what it became. Speaking of Top Gun, because you brought up Tom Cruise again, not on the script here on the list. Um, what's the soundtrack for that look like? Do you have any idea? Have you heard anything? Well, yeah, they, uh, well, they have the, um, so that first single, the Lady Gaga right. uh, song is, is out. And then, uh, let's see, I know there's a version of, another version of Kenny Loggins. Um, Danger Zone? Danger really? Zone is going to be part of it. And then, then it's going to be, from what I understand, a uh, bunch of uh, a bunch of you know songs, pops, you know, pop. Basically, what the songs. first movie was, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. then there a couple of hits off in Berlin. Yeah. I think there's a beach football uh, <laughs> scene in there. Actually, yeah. hopefully, Kenny's written a new song for that, like playing with the boys, like you right. do when they played volleyball. Right. Yeah. All right, yeah. what do you want to finish up with here, Gary? We're well, getting we can late. Wish, we can first. We can wish Bob Seger a happy 77th birthday. That is today. And for Lincoln Park fans, uh, the band issued a statement this week, you know, because everybody's been saying, you know, what are they up to? What are they up to? You know, we're three, nearly three years on. No, we're, we're, yeah, three years on from Chester Bennington's death. Um, What's going on? And the band made, you know, issued a message this week saying they are going to make a committed effort to try to communicate more with the fans, and they're going to do a monthly notes from the band message just to let everybody know what they're up to. Uh, but they did say, and Mike Shinoda said prior to this, that, you know, right now there are no Lincoln Park plans. You know, there's no album plans, no touring, no reunions, nothing. But they will keep people posted on what they're up to. All right. But so as yeah. of the moment, there are no plans. That's the communication that they have. Exactly. All right. So in this day of social media and everything, though, that's easier than ever, right? You just oh, yeah. Post yeah no, you just, you basically, they're going to do a newsletter. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that used to be the... Yeah, and hopefully, hopefully there will actually be news in it. We'll see. All right. right. And you'd wait for it to come in the mail. Now you just check it. Right. I mean, right. you had to subscribe and someone email. had to keep track. <laughs> now you just post something. Right. And there was exactly. an editor and all that stuff. All right. Well, you now you can all go right. talk to Simon LeBon. Thank you. I'll give him your regards. And yep. you guys have a, you have a happy, is it, is it Hogfest tonight? Yes. Yeah, if I serve for him. Absolutely. All Gets right, going rock, today. Rock on. All right, we'll talk to you next week, Gary. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. Take care. Gary Graff. Yeah.